Hey guys, welcome to Modified Lifestyle. This is Ranjad. I'm Andrew. And today we're going to be discussing a couple of topics. We're going to go through a news story. We have special guests here today. We're going to answer some of you guys' questions from Instagram, talk about Driven and the meets for this week. So before we get started today, we're going to introduce our special guests. First, we have Akam. Yeah, uh, my name's Akam, or also known as Hey, it's Aki. And we also have Coltrane here from Auto Experience. Hey guys, I run Auto Experience. My name is Coltrane, or KT. So for the people who don't know who you guys are, tell us about yourself. Uh, well, I'm Aki, or Hey, it's Aki. I run a rendering page, or a 3D modeling page, which mm-hmm. I create my own cars and like put my imagination to an image and share with other people. So recently I've been doing SVJs, so those are the new cars that came out. Right. I want to have some fun with it, and mm-hmm. I actually put an SVJ, slammed it, put some rotary form wheels on it, and then... Looks awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it looks really <laughs> good. Just some creative stuff. Just yeah. I also did a Bentley Continental GT wide body with an SVJ wing. That was without the, without the middle support, so mm-hmm. it's just a big wing. Crazy strong boost, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I did the SVJ wing on the Bentley because it kind of matched the back of the car from the top view. It was mm-hmm. rounded just like the wing. So that's some of the stuff I do. I've been more into static stuff now. So like mm-hmm. super slammed cars like right. some FRRCs you see. Right, right, right. I've been doing that with an RWB because you see those at track cars or like meaty setups. Right. I kind of put a stretch tire and like did some cam- camber gang stuff. So like negative 20 camber all oh, the way around. Wow. <laughs> so you can still turn it, but negative 20 camber all the way around basically. That's crazy. And you don't see an RWB like that ever. No, no, no. Yeah. no but no, up in no, no. camber, so you see like a Toyota AAA midi setup on a RWB because mm-hmm. that's what they're meant for. Right. They're super low as is mm-hmm. and you don't see them like stanced out. So that's right. what my take was on it. I have some other renders, so like a Bugatti Chiron, a Devo, a Viper yeah. Widebody. Yeah. I've done some Koenigsegg Regeras, Agera R's, so stuff like that out of the norm mm-hmm. that people you don't really see get some people mad. Some people like it, and I soon I'm trying to replicate some cars now, mm-hmm. where I uh, take some super clean builds and replicate them and put them in my own environment, give my own touch to it, mm-hmm. and make it something that I would make on my own car. Nice, that's cool. So. I'm curious to know how you create all these renders. Do you have like software or anything like that? I used to use 3ds Max, which I still do. It's my modeling program. Mm-hmm. I use that to make all my stuff from scratch. I use KeyShot now, which a lot of people renders or like creators do, so like Kaiza, John Seibo, Rob mm-hmm. Evans Design. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my buddies, Brad Builds, which I did a Type R wide body with as well. He uses KeyShot. I used to be the only person that did my rendering and modeling within the same program. Mm-hmm. I n- no one ever did else. So, but. It got so hard to do. It was so time-consuming because rendering would take six hours plus to render one right. picture. Mm-hmm. And now I do Keisha, which takes like about one hour to two hours per picture now. Yeah. And it's a much more cleaner. I can edit those pictures. That's awesome. With the different colors, I guess, or like more control. Because with, as a photographer as well, you know the difference between JPEG photos and like different formats, so like a raw picture. And you right. can have more control of a raw than JPEG. Right, mm-hmm. sure. Better details and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Alright, so I'm looking at your page right now. You have like a lot of renders and stuff. Uh, yeah. How long does it take you to do one render? Uh, depends on the scene. So like if you look at the uh, SVJ, the red one, right. that okay. took me, that's just, I did a full frame photo in 4K because all my renders are in 4K plus. Whoa. Because Instagram compression does. Right. Yeah, it compresses a lot. Yeah, it compresses yeah. a lot. And I do it in 4K just to preserve the quality and then I will obviously make it a square ratio Right. just with an Instagram because I don't really care about exporting it that way. I want to use wallpaper as well. Yeah. yeah. And 
Uh, that render itself took me about one hour, one and a half hours. Okay. Just so for that one render. And that's not a lot of color. That's just a very brown dirt. And then the red in the middle just takes mm-hmm. a lot. And with the details of the brake calipers and like the discs and everything, the interior is done as well per detail. Wait, you nice. do the interior as well? I do everything interior. I do the gauges, the numbers, I do UV mapping. Wow. Do you ever post them online? You don't post those. I Sometimes, guess. now and then. Because in the blue one you see for the SVJ. They're on your story a lot, bro. Yeah. All yeah. like minor you can, details. If right, you right. on your computer, yeah. you can see the carbon fiber on the dash. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. And then you can see the carbon fiber in the black one as well, in this one. Mm-hmm. If yeah, you like, zoom yeah. in enough on the white one, you'll yeah. see the contrast between it. And you see mm-hmm. the carbon fiber weave, the gloss, everything. That's awesome. I didn't That's know. Crazy. I didn't actually yeah. know that part. So Even the engine, too. So the you engine. can actually customize every single yeah, part of the car. It. I can spec it for people. Okay, so how does it work? How do you import a certain car? So let's say if I want to do like a, um, a BRZ. A BRZ. So I have a rocket button right now as well. Yeah. That I have with three different kits. So the right. One, two, and three. Mm-hmm. All different wings, body kits, side skirts, everything. The hoods, the uh, interior stuff, whatever comes with it. Right. I don't think it does, but. Right. Um, so it's kind of like uh, you find it online? Is uh, yeah. Usually I make it from scratch, from like a small plane. So think of it as a paper. And then you move the points around and make form it around the blueprint. How long does it usually take you to do the like. Modeling takes you a couple weeks, so like two weeks sometimes. Couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So actually, the sheer one I did one time. If you look, scroll down through my profile, the blue one, mm-hmm. blue one, right? The not the Devo, oh, but okay, the Devo. Uh, this uh, Liberty Walk sheer one I did. If you, it's the one with the glowing lights. So it's wide body Liberty Walk oh, on yeah, this yeah. one. <coughs> I did the full oh. interior and gauges and everything mm-hmm. to where I can change the gauge like those clusters or even the rim outside to titanium to dark oh. or like change to whatever color you want. Mm-hmm. I can change the numbers on the display as well to whatever you want. The seat stitching, the the middle piece, the rim, the trim in the middle. Yeah. You see on the Bugatti, and then you can change everything on the outside, so the buckets, the lights, everything. That's cool. And that's, that's cool. all separate pieces. But now I'm starting to join them together and starting to UV map them, so right. I can change the texture in Photoshop and exactly make right. It better. Mm-hmm. But the SVJ, I can I have it all separate pieces. I can custom spec it for whoever wants it, and as their wallpaper as well. Theoretically, the, you are creating someone's dream exactly. car. That's awesome. That's yeah, pretty cool, yeah. 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 So even with the Devo, I did that with a few people. Some people DM me, and they're like, I want some custom wallpapers of the Devo in mm-hmm. my custom spec. Mm-hmm. I did it for them. I did the wall, I did the decals. I did some custom UV mapping for them. So mm-hmm. like liveries, yeah. put their custom wheels, the types of brakes they wanted, mm-hmm. close-up shots, everything, cool. interior shots. Mm-hmm. So everything they wanted, just a dream spec, I guess. For a car mm-hmm. they can't really afford, or if they do have a car that they have, I can do that too. Right, that's cool. Yeah. So, what's your inspiration for all of these? Uh, I used to do Photoshop rendering as well, so like car virtual tuning. If you go through my old post, I have a Charger wide body I'm still working on, mm-hmm. but that kit is supposed to be in production soon as well. So, this Charger wide body right here with this, I took a BRZ Rocket Bunny kit, right, and took a Swan Neck uh, chassis mount wing from Battle Arrow. Oh, and God. just put that on a charger. Dodge charger helps. So it. technically, yeah. if someone wants to do that, they can like message you and see how it looks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. On their car. There's people that do that out there, but I kind of have my inspiration from different cars. Right. I'll think of a spot if I can have enough resources to put it, make it. Mm-hmm. I'll make it on the spot within the hour. How long did that that 
Charcoal? That actual, yeah, that rendering, how long did it actually That was a Photoshop take? render. I did that within 30 minutes. 30 minutes? Yeah. Okay, that's wow. not bad. I yeah. took a Rockabonny BRZ kit, stretched it out, made my own extensions for it. So like the door part, mm-hmm. I'll stretch it out within Photoshop. Oh, okay, or okay, I okay. color it in with the brush and make it more. That's awesome. And yeah. the side skirts, the front fender, you can see it rounds off rather than the typical where it covers around the front bumper and the whole fender. Because yeah. mm-hmm. charger, right. different front fenders. Right, right, right. That's cool. I think the coolest thing about his page and his work mm-hmm. is if you go all the way to the bottom where he first posted his first 10 and to go all the way back to the top oh, yeah. his, his recent 10, the process. you could see the process. Oh, oh yeah. That. This is my first rendering yeah. I did. That's awesome. And then if you go back now, these are my renders now. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of progress. That's awesome. Yeah. And you can see the pictures too. The first one I did the Redrum STI, which has the bagged STI with mm-hmm. the Workmaster SP ones. Mm-hmm. This is my first. Hey, edit. that's Max. Max is yeah, right. yeah. Max. Max Shout out to Max. Yes, exactly. These are so, first pictures. All of them had blue hues and presets done to it. Right. I now make my own presets so I can apply it to my own pictures mm-hmm. and change it because I've learned a lot more. I obviously practice every day as much as I can. Mm-hmm. This is my also my other renders. Not bad for what it was. But it's obviously got a lot better now, because I use it. I use the environment rather than pictures, the reference pictures of the background. Because in the rendering program I use, there's HDRIs for the real life lighting environment and reflections, and then I'll use backlights for the, for um, for the perfect angles and everything, perspectives of what I want. Mm-hmm. But now I use HDRI and then use it from there, make a picture real from there, within the environment. So it's more realistic. I can move it around right. for whatever angles I want. I mean, it looks real. Yeah. I mean, yeah. some of your newer stuff, it looks like real cars. They don't yeah. even look like renders. Like, the, I don't see, uh, well, I haven't looked close enough, but, like, you don't see any imperfections. Yeah, nothing Yeah, that's a problem with, like, I guess I consider this a slight problem mm-hmm. because it's so real that it's not real at the same time. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I want to mean... give it a realistic effect, but the SVJ one, the red one came out really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has a, it has a real vibe to it, mm. I guess. And then some of these angles are just like really weird. What problem with the HDRIs is that you can see the part where it falls off a little bit, like where it will get more curvier than an actual ground. Mm-hmm. So you can see the imperfection in the ground, but I guess that gives it a, you kind of cut that out and kind of deal with it too. Mm-hmm. Cause you can't always get what you want. Cool. I like your stuff. You know, it's definitely different. Something you don't see on Instagram these right. days, that's, especially that's in the car community. Very true. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the few people that in Brampton does it too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I plan to make my own scale models too as people's real builds. Oh, that'll be super. Oh, that'll be cool. me, and some, me and somebody are working on it together, making real or some people's builds already. They're done. Some. So how on. how would you go about that though? Like, I, would you ha- like do it yourself or yeah? Would of course. Some... So I'd make the model myself first, like mm-hmm. within the program. Mm-hmm. I get everything. I'll research on person's cars uh, within the Instagram feed or even DM them like wheel specs so I can get the perfect wheel spec what kind of camera settings they're running all that how much if they're on air or static right or if they wanted to look like a certain way right yeah, yeah. but I kind of want to surprise them at shows with the scale model of their own car ah. like a 3D printed model yeah oh, that's right, what right. I'm doing because you know I was going to do this with the yeah, spoke yeah, yeah. spoke photos talk to me about that yeah. that was interesting I was like damn we have, a, we have that type R that I can show you right now uh, the red one this type R is actually being in production of the kit yeah. Oh, oh really? Really? Yeah. And you cool. helped inspire that, I'm guessing. I helped make this. The arrow I did, the wide body did as well. Wow, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Some people are hating on it because it says it has fake vents, quote unquote. But like fake vents. Well, that's because like the holes the back of the fenders. I'm sure you can make it real though. Yeah, of right. course you can. Yeah, you can right. make cut holes in the front. It's a prototype right now. 
it's just three D rendering. So in production, you can always make your fine tune changes and obviously right. it's uh, trial and error. So right, definitely. But it's in production now, so oh, awesome! Should be out soon, in like a couple months, six months, give or take. Cool. That's great. Yeah. So yeah, now uh, our experience. Yeah. So I run a media account on Instagram. It's called Auto Experience. Um, it's mainly like a hub for mm-hmm. different content, right. but the specific content, the general content, is memes and epic car videos, <laughs> quote unquote. But um, yeah, so I post memes, but I also share creative uh, local, you know, creators like Nico um, himself or people that have amazing builds, do mm-hmm. great photography, and even car crews and charities too, like car meets, I'm always posted up on that. Mm-hmm. And so basically what my media page is, it's a hub for different outlets. So creators, just I just like sharing and helping others and mm-hmm. like, it's a networking process. You help right. others, you learn something maybe right. about their process. Yeah. And for, for example, Acom got me into depth with photography, mm-hmm. right? I bought a gimbal, but I had a little bit of camera equipment here and there. So yeah, networking and it's just a hub for media. Right. So you're also a photographer as well. Yes. Correct. So you share your photos on there as well. Oh yeah. So what I'll do is I'll I have a separate media page for my pictures to store them, mm-hmm. almost to just to have them there. Right. And then what I'll do is I'll post them there on the day of, or like or whenever I have them, they're ready to go. And then I have a schedule laid out usually. Right. And every night I spend about two hours planning out the week. And if I'm lacking content in a certain area, I'll just spam all nine pictures That's within cool. that week. Yeah. Or whatever. How many pictures I take, I'll, I'll divide them into a schedule and it'll be for that week or that month. It's really hard to schedule, especially yeah, pictures. Yeah, I can tell you from past yeah. experiences. <laughs> it is very hard. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you like, for me in, in general, mm-hmm. I just, I like posting in the morning. So morning? I post at like 10 a.m. Uh-huh. And I, that's the one post I do a day. Right, right. Um, it's kind of religious now. So I kind of like do it every single, yeah, every right, single right. day at right. 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I just post that's randomly. Good, yeah. I just post randomly. Too, right? I used to do that. Yeah, and I fa- figured that like a lot of people didn't like that. Um, I think it's just the algorithm. algorithm. Or they wouldn't see it, no. I would say. Uh, algorithm is huge. Algorithm, yeah. Huge. Huge. Algorithm is huge. Right. In my right. case, it re- people like my renders more than my pictures now. Mm-hmm. I've been posting recently though. Mm-hmm. That, But I think that's the case as well. I've been just posting now rather than posting a lot more pictures than renders. Mm-hmm. My renders are getting 100 plus likes, which is really good for my account. Right. And that's within the 12 hours. Right. That's good. Right, right, right. Yeah. And my pictures right now are just getting like 80 to like 60 to 80 likes right now. Which is, it's give or take. I'm appreciative of it. Yeah, but right, right. not a lot of people are really seeing it because of the time of posting it. Like, I think it's like that general concept of what you post, right? Yeah. Like in terms of Northside Webs, apparently people like stance cars. That one got, I think, maybe 100 views, 100 likes. Right, right. I right? Think. Where generally we almost hit 200 usually right, with like yeah. stance C cars, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it has to do with a lot of what people, what people want to see on yeah. the page. Right, right, right. It's also scheduling. The mm. growth of my page right. is due to, well, obviously there's dedication. Right. Anything you do, regardless if it's social media, your work, your side hustle, exactly. dedication is always a factor. Exactly. If you can't continuously deliver, it's just not going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. But scheduling, insights, and stats are really important when it comes to growing a page. Or maybe it was and there's a, difference, like, a different method now because the algorithm changes a lot. So I still have to look into that. Mm-hmm. But what I did was since day one, 
Um, let's talk about like when my page and how my page first got its traction. So I started off as like a, a, a horrible amateur photographer. I'd use my iPod 5, take pictures with my Canon T, <laughs> horrible aperture, you know, like everything <laughs> just off, right? Yeah, yeah. And one day I posted a news article by Dr- Drive. I think it's called Drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drive and car throttle. So I posted it and I posted a super descriptive like little bio on what the car was and what, what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. I think it was a new Nissan. I think they, they were talking about the new Z at that time. Oh, 370? Uh, no, they were talking about the the 400, quote-unquote. Oh, quote okay. unquote. yeah, yeah. This yeah. was back, like, two years ago. Oh, okay. So yeah. maybe it's not a thing now, but maybe it is, you know, whatever. It's not but, talked about. Yeah, right. So that caught traction. So usually, I don't know, my post got, like, 50 likes. If that, maybe 20. But this post is overnight, which is surprising. Um, it got 6,000 likes. Whoa. Within 12 hours. That's insane. And I had 150 in the morning. When I first, well, the morning before, so before I posted, I had 150, and I woke up to like 730 followers. Wow, worst that could happen to me. And so, no, no, see, (laughs) see, the thing is, it's it's not only about followers. It's opportunity and timing. Exactly, it's all about that. Uh, What Acom does is gonna last for the next potential 20 years because. No, you can just speak it into business-wise, too. Right. He's doing rendering. Right. He can put that into buildings or right. cars. Mm-hmm. He can do other different stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a hub. Yeah. I'm a hub. I post exactly. everything. Just for everything. All I yeah. gather, right? Like a central point. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. my business motive would be to sell ads, which doesn't really go on Instagram that well unless you have millions of followers. Right. Right? But yeah. So I started posting it. I caught that traction. And right away, I knew I had something there. Right? Like, there were car pages, but there weren't car pages like people posting consistently of what you like to see every day right right so i basically took that opportunity and i caught the traction and just kept on posting used the wave and then i think three months in i had like three thousand followers mm-hmm. and that's when me and akum reunited so right. um he we actually know each other since middle school but because we had our own paths we parted ways blah blah, blah right and then uh, we met up again at a car meet mm-hmm. and that's he also inspired me to keep it going right but also to branch it out into different content which now is technically why i'm a hub now not just memes and boring videos right Mm -hmm. he showed me oh you should be going into photography you have the equipment at home somewhat so you should also be introducing other people a part of your page right just just spreading out and networking right making it more of like a business approach exactly expanding your knowledge and right right and not just charging people Mm -hmm. to get a few clicks here and there right expand right right Right. yeah so where do you get all your content from or how do you find all the content you post on your instagram networking period that's that's it period networking go to other pages you re you kind of analyze what they're doing you get a connection with your locals and you get like let's say for the week you get 16 posts right you're gonna post two today four tomorrow two the other day blah blah etc right you gotta plan it out networking is huge when you're trying to create a big page or even a business too right when you're networking you need locals to be a part of it you can even have people that are international so mine is more of a north american kind of thing where it's like the u.s and canadians are involved as well um being able to analyze your networking is using scheduling, using your insights, uh, what kind of people comment, interact with your videos, pictures, 
whatever you post, right? So yeah, that's how I get my content. I'll spend two hours of networking. So, you know, going through other pages mm -hmm. and just stud almost like studying other pages, like just getting 16 pages mm -hmm. for the night and then picking out content, obviously providing credit, always provide credit. Always. Yeah. Because you, <laughs> there's a thing last year, I was working with a little media company kind of thing. Right. There's a business transaction, but their page got shut down because of non-credited work. Oh, oh wow. Which I wasn't aware of because it wasn't on the contract, right? Mm -hmm. You expect the company to be at that level to have credit provided. That's the base of building a high, you know, income or media page, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, credit is huge. So make sure you provide credit and Always. so you don't get reported for small, uh, you know, so things. So how many posts do you do a day? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot, man. I, can't, I can hardly keep up. Is with it someone. annoying? No, it's. A, I mean, it's okay. a little overwhelming. I can is show it, you how much is it. Like I can show you. I need feedback because yeah. I've never talked to yeah, someone about. Yeah, he tags me and yeah, all of them too. That's, that's tagged though. <laughs> On your feed, it's spaced out. Right. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I post once an hour or once every two. Once hours. an hour. Yeah. Right. Wow. What? And I do it from when I wake up to when I go to sleep. Bro, I post once a day. That I think that's I know me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, when I first started the page. I was posting 13 times a day. Exactly. Wow. I'd wake up at 6 and go to sleep at 12. No. So what, when do you get up and when do you go to sleep? If you're doing once an hour. You don't. No. I'm messing around. You don't. You just don't go to sleep. No, but... um. I have a so, <laughs> so I currently work a 10-hour shift job. Right. Right? So what I'll do is, like, I'm totally drained. Obviously, everyone that's working, you're doing their 9 to 5 right, or whatever, right? right? Yeah. So recently, this past week, I've been struggling to post. So I'll post like once, if that, a day. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so I'll spend the two hours, like I've mentioned before, right. networking, creating my schedule for the week. Mm -hmm. That's huge. If you schedule for your week, you'll be you'll be good for that week. You'll have time right. for other things, right? Mm -hmm. But recently, I've been scheduling for the night or for the day. Scheduling as in like you get posts mm -hmm. in one night and you plan them out. When you're going to post them, that's scheduling. That must be tough. Like, I guess consistency is good. I guess there's a reason why you're at like 60k right now. Exactly. Um, right, right. Because you turned it into an actual hub. You post whatever you want. Exactly. You want, right. And it's not just whatever I want, mm -hmm. but it's what people want to see. That's true. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. I can't just be posting a picture of a wheel mm -hmm. for 190 posts. No, just a wheel. Just a wheel. Not a car. Not a, not an attribute of a car like how Yakum does. Yeah. Or like. What a, like if someone was doing a render that's creative and detailed, right? But I've seen some people that have big pages that are switching over to small micro content, right? Like just one weird post, like they'll be like doing news articles all of a sudden, but they were a car page two months ago. Mm. Oh, like, yeah, no, you can't be doing that. You oh, can't, like, yeah. not be it's off topic. You're gonna, yeah. that's, that's how you're gonna lose people. And within two months, you can't be making a huge content switch having 190,000 followers or whatever, yeah, and then going, Oh, okay, I'm gonna post news articles now. Right, yeah. that's it. Switching up your follower base right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like your followers are following you for that one reason. Exactly. And then if you switch up on them, it's like it's like buying another account. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. You sell Instagram yeah. accounts, you buy yeah. it, yeah. and but those followers have no interest in what you're doing. Yeah. 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 It can be a meme Dude. page if you buy it, yeah. and you're interested into like modeling or like uh, car photography. Car photography. People yeah. are not follow that page anymore. That meme page you bought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you yeah. have more followers. So what's funny is like I get a lot of messages. Like, oh, did you do, did you buy your followers? Or like, I tried, I try to not talk about my page in mm -hmm. public or with a group of friends or being at school. Cause it's not a good topic to start off with. 
yeah, it's like yeah, oh god sure. this guy's a douchebag you know yeah. and so when I do bring it up or people find out about it it's like dude did you buy your followers man and then I show them my schedule and they go oh huh okay never mind <laughs> right it's like it's ridiculous because it's like there are pages out there that buy their followers and then the result is they're everything gets throttled and it's just yeah. bad content it's just or fake just, it's not even yeah, real just stuff. not there yeah. right but there's people that actually put in work me, mm-hmm. even more than me like I do what I need to do right but there's people that are doing like they're working their 12 hours a day and then they're doing in between their scheduling out their school right. their stuff and doing school work I mean that's right? like a side hustle it is yeah. right yeah. right so um, what do you guys think is the, your plan for the future like I would say like five year plan Ooh, five years. Um, uh, <laughs> for my page which is rendering and 3D modeling such mm-hmm. I'd want to expand on to more businesses I guess mm-hmm. provide my service maybe do stuff for others so it's like maybe pro- like I know I'm going to be going to meets a lot soon because I want to be a good photographer right and be known mm-hmm. and I want to maybe provide some skilled models of people owners or owners cars to them mm-hmm. and just give us something that I can expand on like maybe I can do some future builds for them of their own car and like do a preview so what they might want to change and see if they like it or not right might expand to businesses so like work with aero companies I know I might be working with some right now I'm working with two companies I will be working with a few more and maybe expand more, work with different regions of that I'm not comfortable with yet. So like maybe do not necessarily car parts, but something else related to like the car community that would help out. Yeah, I definitely think you have like the, the skill set for that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so a five-year plan, that's like, that's a long time, dude, five years. Mm-hmm. But before I had my car page, I've had my five years planned out. You know, in school, they ask you, well, what are you going to do in five years? All mm-hmm. that fun stuff. So I want to have my, my automotive license, mm-hmm. service technician yep. in five years. And I also want to start looking into purchasing my own shop by the time mm-hmm. I'm 27, 28. Mm-hmm. That's a long run plan, though. It is. Yes. Yeah. The plan within the next year and a half two, three years actually, mm-hmm. is to look into investing into property, maybe into different things like stocks or uh, local companies that might be needing a few thousand here or whatever. But yeah, that's I want to really transition my page, not change content, but bring my page with me to the business motive that I really, really want to get into. I don't want to be like starting this little side hustle and not have a brand. Because brand's huge. Yeah. Brand, yeah. Brand's yeah. very big. Like you guys have Northside Whips. Mm-hmm. You could open up a shop and call it Northside Whips. Right. That just sounds right. It right. just sounds right. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. You have to have a brand when you're doing a business Definitely. transaction yeah, or sure. you're getting into business, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to bring the page into what I've had planned for my life. Right. But if I can't, it's still going to run as a side hustle. Right. But yeah, that's the plan. Mm-hmm. Just business motivated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like going back to like what you said with our what we're trying to build... I wouldn't say a shop is one of our goals. Right, right. Right? Yeah, yeah. Probably like, just like personal no, stuff. No, I just say right? it sounds like right. have it a lift right. yeah, somewhere yeah. Right. where we can just work on our cars together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't think I ever want to like have it open to the public or anything. Uh-huh. Um, events is something that we've wanted to do for a while. Mm-hmm. Personally, me as well. At this point, I just want to kind of keep expanding our events. Okay. Uh, it's very s- small based, I would say. So it's like mm-hmm. very general event. Uh, I want to do specialized specialized as in like almost something at like driven level something crazier something okay see that's right? that's interesting right, right, right so right. like it it doesn't 
actually mean that I want to make money and just put it in my pocket. You want right? to expand. I want to expand it. Expand. And the reason why we're actually we charge for events. If I like, let's say, if I just wanted to, you know, host an event and just meet. You could. Right. I, mean, I yeah. could. Yeah. yeah easily. Could. Uh-huh. But now it's at the point where I want to expand heavily and give the car community something that they've probably never seen before so you want longevity yes uh, period that's like right. that's what you want i want to create, create something right? that no one has done yet yeah and it's in my head what i want to do uh-huh but when it's done people will want to imitate it okay right something right. like that okay something people want to copy you for because you started in it's exactly out. yeah right but mm-hmm. Northside whips will turn into that eventually at this point and i don't really expect it to be there yet but over time, it will. Yeah. You just got to put in the work, right? Right, yeah, exactly. exactly. It's the, the pro- process. Is, that's why I asked you what you want to do in five years, mm-hmm. right? It's because it's going to take more than two to three years exactly. for you to just get set up, right? Like right. you said, you want to do the shop. Right. You need investment for that a lot, right? Yeah. Right. So right. it's going to take you around five years. To save up. Exactly. exactly. To save right. up, right. Right. get the shop running, and then advertising. Right. Right? Because advertising is one big thing that you have to do in any business and that's why i said branding is important that's why i want to bring the page with exactly. the business motive and if i can't then i've learned i've already learned how to push that right you create and the shop doesn't have yeah. to be huge you can base it off online sales as well right let's say if you want to sell right. parts right. because again you're a north american page uh-huh. you can really turn it into that mm-hmm. because you you have the actual following mm-hmm. you have sixty thousand followers that are across north america north america right, right. so if you want to Sell them parts, especially that you're based out of Canada. Mm-hmm. North Americans want to pay less for the parts. Right, because right. just the US dollar is exactly. better. Exactly. 35% of my audience is Canadian. Right. That's a small portion out of. 100%. 65% is American. Right. Exactly. Or not yeah. exactly 65, probably a bit uh, less or more. Most less. of those are based in Ontario, which is the best thing, mm-hmm. I feel. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. So for local business. Exactly. Like, yeah. I was going to say that local business, so like local shipping per se, right. which is less cost. And it was all in North America, mm-hmm. like even US, that would be considered less shipping, less cost for them rather than some international, because I know he has international followers as well. Right, mm-hmm. right. So that would be less. It would be better for business for him because he has a North American page. Mm-hmm. All of his followers are Canada, Ontario based, and more US. So that's better business for him. Because there's a lot of big car communities in the U.S. as well. Exactly. So like, mm-hmm. Stance Nation or uh, followers, I should say, would be interested in his stuff because he has a big page. He might have some big followers from that page as well. Exactly right. Yeah. So I have some inspirations like uh, Midnight Speed Tuning. Mm-hmm. You do like German vehicles. Right, right. You have a tuning mm-hmm. facility in Brampton, mm-hmm. and also Art in Motion. You've probably heard of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Those guys, like they've just. They're beyond the point of automotive. So oh, yeah. I, I want to just one day eventually get to that level. Or Midnight Speed Tuning is like really sick. Like their work is really progressive and professional. Mm-hmm. And I want to have that motive as well. So shop and then expansion of the business into other realms. Yeah. 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 So would you say you want to do something more on the line of performance over just maintenance? Yes. Mm-hmm. Maintenance, it's I like money wise. Let's be real. I think that's where you have to start off with as well. Right, you have to start off with maintenance. Right, yeah, how sure. are you going to do an engine swap if you don't know how to change a wheel? Right, or yeah. do brakes. Yeah. Right, exactly. But let's be real. Like, people got to pay bills. Right? right, you can't create. Well, you can create money with just doing maintenance. Mm-hmm. But I want to tap into performance. Right, 
that's why I'm volunteering. But like, at shops yeah, yeah, to gain exactly. experience, right? Mm-hmm. People at our young age are always looking to get paid on these kind of things. Oh, I'm going to get a weekend, right. you know, hustle so I can make more money, right? But how are you going to get leverage from that weekend hustle, which might be even just working at McDonald's right. or whatever, right? Just to get an extra 700 yep. a month. How is that going to create leverage in five years? That's true. Right? Yeah. Go to a shop, go to a pharmacy, go to a medical, whatever, go to a business, ask them if they can train you for free and you'll work for free and and in and yeah. in transaction you say i'm gonna put your name on the mm-hmm. resume right and I'm experience. experience yeah five-year leverage is important mm-hmm. because the 40 bucks you make now mm-hmm. or the 700 you make now you made that for working for someone right on skills they taught you because they had to mm-hmm. you need to learn how to make that 700 or 40 whatever you're looking for right mm-hmm. on your own you need to create that leverage for five years that's how I look at it. everything. Right. Everything, even the car page, mm-hmm. five-year leverage. Everything. Right. Yeah, yeah. It takes time for sure. Yeah, it just doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the first thing we're gonna be talking about is a new story that we found interesting this week. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Um, it's uh, it's about this uh, Canadian tire worker who is obviously a mechanic. There, he takes the car for a joyride. Yeah. So in the article we're reading on Blog TO says that. This car came in for a tire swap. It was a BMW M2 Coupe, and usually they take it out for a test drive just to make sure it's all balanced and all that. Right. But the car actually had a dash cam, and it recorded the whole test drive that yeah. this employee did. And if it makes it any worse, he the speed was also on the dash cam. Yeah, it was very excessive. He, yeah, he was he was actually not legal at all like speed wise yeah so he reached speeds of 112 kilometers per hour in a residential area which is has a speed limit posted of 40 kilometers per hour he's retarded mm-hmm. what are your thoughts okay speed. 30 times the speed yeah. yeah so i did co-op at nissan and honda at high school so when they did the final test or mm-hmm. the before test on vehicles to check what's wrong with them right or if the service was done perfectly to spec right they would take it to an open parking lot or an open street mm-hmm. and go under the speed limit mm-hmm. but aggressively off the start so like, oh and also are, exactly yeah. also depending on what kind of test suspension right. brakes mm-hmm. whatever right yeah, that's, but that's the, it was a little extreme for yeah extreme no. testing. Yeah, and yeah, it obviously sure. got fired think, after that. I think it was just past the testing point. He yeah. was enjoying himself to the yeah. Point. It was a joyride. Yeah, yeah, yeah for okay. sure. Yeah, and I, the video here, it's five minute long test drive. Oh god, no. So mm-hmm. definitely not the average test drive. You know that employees would be doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but like I think the speed is the major factor. Yeah, right. like you yeah, wouldn't sure. be going 120 in a customer's car or in general on a resident area. Within yeah. that five minute time period too. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He takes it rips it 150 on right. residential, comes back, test is over guys. We're good. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the most hilarious part for me is that it had a dash cam. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like uh, too. People want to have the right. Yeah. They want to make sure no one's messing with yeah, the cars. Exactly. But like, I don't know. Like, did the owner just suspect them to like? Yeah. Send I, I'm curious or, how he. Or is it one of those dash cam does it? It records it's when it's you, a motion and it, yeah. it saves the footage and puts it to your phone if it's connected by any mm-hmm. any means. Yeah. Like an yeah. app or something. It releases those yeah. footages. Mm-hmm. It's very important to take a car to a reliable spot. Mm. Especially if it's of that caliber, it's, a, it's an M two, right? M two coupe. That's yeah. insane. Just yeah. you got to take it to a reliable shop that that you'll know will take care of your car mm-hmm. beyond the expectations. So yeah. Yeah, I agree. And actually, the the article actually says here 
that you can hear a staff member in the video saying, careful, he has a camera, don't look too fucked up. So, so. They've, done it, they've done it before then. Yeah, yeah, so yeah probably. By that, by that little quote, you can almost feel or tell that they've definitely done some stupid stuff. I think stuff. there's some yeah. managerial issues with that location in general. I don't yeah, think, sure. yeah, I don't think any employee should be taking out a customer's car. I mean, it's good to test it, but taking it out to the excess, like that excessive. Uh, yeah, again, it wasn't even a test. That was a joyride. A joyride. A joyride, yeah. for sure, yeah. yeah. It makes me wonder, like, how many other cars they've done this to that don't have dash cams, right. you know? Now, like, let's say if that guy was, didn't actually know something about the car, and he was, like, a rookie mechanic, and he took that out for a joyride, and he ended up crashing it. Yeah, yeah. There goes his entire career. Because exactly. he's never getting a job as no, a mechanic. Because, absolutely. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, I think the, the bigger issue is that the joyride could have led... To something mm-hmm. bad, of course. Yeah. Right. And at the end of the day, it's mm-hmm. it's not your car. You should be respectful. Mm, yeah, yeah, respectful. Yeah, you should respect other people's cars, right? All right. Let's just move on now. Um, so now we're gonna actually go through our questions for this week. First question being, what's the best amount of usable horsepower for the street? Mm. Now this varies Ooh, this for is, people. See, this is gonna be interesting. Okay. Now, <laughs> what are we talking about? Front wheel drive, all, all wheel. Yeah, I think it depends. Drive. Yeah. yeah. So for front wheel drive, I think it's, I, for me, it's like, yeah, 200, 200 to 300. I'd like 250. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, for front wheel? Right. For front wheel, yeah. There's, remember, companies can really, because of different steering linkages and stuff and suspension, hmm. can really tune out right. or, um, torque steer, right? right. Or right. A, a excessive understeer around in corners on certain speeds, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like 350 is a comfort spot. Not comfort pushing spot at the at the at the the edge of uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uncontrollable yeah. after three fifty, it's like unless you're drag, unless you're drag vehicle. It's just, it's yeah. different at that point. Yeah, for street, I think that's enough horsepower. I think for a front wheel drive car on street, like anything between two hundred and three hundred is good. You know, in terms of highway speeds passing, I think you have all the power there exactly. that you'll ever need. Yeah, because then you're already rolling, so you could just stomp on it. Yeah, exactly. You have the power. You know. Right. That's good. I feel like it's based on person. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's yeah. Bit, it's it yeah. depends on what the person's preference is mm-hmm. in right, terms right. of like horsepower. Someone can think that oh six hundred is enough for me. You know me personally, I think three hundred to four hundred. That's yeah. Spot. That's a good spot for me as well. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. Some people would want something right. with lower horsepower, like yeah. two hundred. Right. They know right. the limits as well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So on for a daily driver for, on the street. For me personally, it's around three to four hundred. What what type of uh, drive train? You know, all wheel drive, rear wheel drive. I would say all wheel drive or rear wheel drive. I for me, that's, yeah. that's pretty good. I agree with that. Four hundred horsepower is pretty. pretty yeah, I think for rear wheel drive especially. Yeah. For the top end, I'll say four hundred. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, usable. I think all wheel drive, like you could get two hundred minimum. Mm-hmm. Now. Right? Yeah, but two hundred with all wheel drive is. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of low. Slow, yeah. Because you got added weight because the all wheel drive system. Yeah. Right? It's right. not. Right. You know. Yeah. So I'd say like three hundred horsepower is, is a good amount for mm-hmm. an all wheel drive system. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. I also feel like it depends on the car because the way yeah, their computer sure. system is set up, so like traction control. Or like the way the power delivers, because I know some cars are turbo, of course, or NA. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. way the power delivers, like it can be super laggy. There's yeah. a lot of top end power, low end torque, or just like there's a specific power band they have. Mm-hmm. You may not get 400 off the bat. You yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So our next question is: Should I get a nice car, uh, 20k? I'm guessing around 20k, or a cheap one and invest my money early? 
I say cheap on get investor money. Yeah, something yeah. like you can get a beater, um, maybe five hundred bucks. I, don't, I mean, it's really hard to get a car well, with even that, yeah, money, yeah. right? But that investment will pay you back. A car won't pay you back. Yeah, mm-hmm. agree, hundred percent. I think a lot of people in the car community they don't see, it, they don't think about this mm-hmm. when they're getting into cars. You know, right. like even if your side hustle, if you have to take like take an L and not buy that dream car of yours, but in in the future. Mm-hmm. You can afford that, right? And even more. That's what yeah. I'd rather have. Mm-hmm. Uh, afford it and more. Yeah. So you can buy a house. Yeah. Buy a shop in my case. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. To both secure your future, really. Exactly. Like, just like I said, five-year leverage. Yeah. It's yeah. important. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah. if we're talking about cars only, like building cars, there's always that quote, build, not bought. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So you build it. And you can always get that investment back, like you guys are saying, because you can sell the parts after. Right, and you right, can always right. best you can make that car to your liking rather than buying a car specced by somebody else, and you might not like like some of the things that they've done to the car. Mm-hmm. You might yeah. regret it because you spent all your money on it already. Yeah, yeah. I actually was caught up in that as well, especially after this summer. Mm-hmm. I'm working these you know extensive hours just so I can save up for this car that I wanted. Mm-hmm. But I've been starting to back out a little bit. Yeah. Now that I've been learning about property investments mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if that would be the right thing for me to do at in, a young age. Investing in general is some better, like, it's, it's called adulting. Right. Yeah. Right? Okay. Like, sure. Yeah. Like, right. you got to decide what your priorities are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, do you want to have that nice show car or do you want to have a house to live in? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really to that point. And the thing is, as young mm-hmm. enthusiasts. Yeah. And there's younger people than us that are enthusiasts as well, mm-hmm. right? Some kids start liking cars since they were four or five, right. six, right? Right. They don't see the, and maybe we don't see it at all. See, I just thought, I, I started understanding it this year. Mm-hmm. It's just you need an income that's stable for your life before you get this into this hobby, right? Mm-hmm. Some people get into the cars before they get into the business. Mm-hmm. And that's where I feel like I would have messed I up. I definitely did. I would have yeah. messed up yeah. there. Yeah. Right. Cars will still, like... I'll still probably put money into cars. Let's mm-hmm. be honest, but be more responsible with it. Isn't responsible yeah. with money. Yeah, from mistakes. Yeah. I think it's really relevant in like today's car community. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people get into cars; they don't have the the funds right, to right. keep up with it. You right. know, right. cars can get expensive, especially if you're buying like a really like cheap car or like a really old car. You know, mm-hmm. the maintenance, the work that you gotta get done on it, it's not cheap at all. Right. All right. Next question: Should a should the car community be more heavily involved in charity? Like, in terms of every single meet. That's what they're trying to ask. I don't think so, in my opinion. Like, in charities, like, mm-hmm. non-profit, profit right. organizations, right. things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think so, because not a lot of people will show up then mm-hmm. to... Like, yeah, don't take me wrong. People will show up to support the charity. Right. But if we have to pay for the show, and like or even the meet itself... People won't show because they're like, well, I just want to show my car. I don't want to pay for it. It's not a right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. It's not like driven. It's not fitted. It's right. not a lot of people coming out to it. Right. And so, it also has yeah. to do with that whole thing that we discussed earlier is development. Mm-hmm. Right. Development. Uh, as a car, as a host for a car meet or a car show, you want to keep going. Yeah. You don't want anything to hold you back. And in my opinion, charities, yes, they're good. Have a little part of the car show for charity. But not part of the car you need, yeah, you need sure. some part of that cash flow to actually put into for the next event. Right. right yeah. Right. Okay. To make it bigger, better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Unfortunately, recently in the past year or so, we've known about these aggressive drivers and mm-hmm. these crews that drive on the streets, right. like to the point where it's giving a bad look to the, all of the car community, all yeah. of the car community. Right. I feel like creating that positive leverage 
with the car community and even law enforcement yeah, is exactly. going to be something good. Right. Yeah, it'll make you stand out too for right. like all the other car like, look, these guys have an agenda. They're trying to have fun with the community and also save up and help people that right. are yeah. in need. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that's kind of what we've been doing with uh, Jane and Finch too. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just like a host, like a uh, location for us. We're also helping out the community. It's the and that's kind of what, like, you know, what our goal was with that. Uh-huh. I was just about to mention that Jane and Finch too. I'm like, you guys do that. You guys do that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we do that charity thing. Yeah, as yeah. I say, the charity thing you guys do. I know you guys are one of the crews that does it. Not a lot of people do that mm-hmm. as a crew. Well, it's the- not only about profit at the end of the day. Um, in terms of that meet in general, it was called the charity showcase. We want to do it again this year. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we get more people involved. Okay. Let's see. That in general was so that we can, you know, boost our morale to the community. Like sh- uh, set an example. Exactly. Yeah. Like this right? is what we should be doing. Right. Not, right. You know, like, and, even though we're kind of pushing for more, which is okay, I guess. Yeah, profit based events. Uh-huh. It's so that we can do better things yeah so we can produce better events right. stuff like mm-hmm. that we'll start we're still gonna give to charity no doubt mm-hmm. which is yeah. interesting because like I remember you guys talked about having multiple meets in one day yeah it's like if you think about it and it, I know it's not progressive but if you have multiple meets spread out throughout the uh, throughout the um, the city yeah on the same day and at least half of them are involved in charity or they have the agenda to work with an, with a charity and not charge for the car meet I think we would make a positive impact. Mm-hmm. Like more than what we're already trying to do, but yeah. we'll actually create that impact and yeah. instead of trying, quote unquote, mm-hmm. to make an impact. Right. But yeah. It's an interesting topic because it's like, I don't like the fact that they have all these car meets in one day because we split the community up. It gets annoying sometimes. It's not organized. But again, we could create that interesting little yeah. positive spin. Maybe we have like a charity that, you know, supports our community. Yeah, yeah. Community, yeah. yeah. that'll be great. Yeah. All right. Last question. Uh, what do you think about the car automotive market in general? What might happen in six years? I think it was Tesla that's trying to sell directly to the consumer. Right. Can, you guys can correct me on that if I'm wrong. So I'm not Tesla, what I think is besides the electrified motors and how the drivetrain and gas whatever right mm-hmm. i think from the sales expe- like motive like the sales like pitch mm-hmm. i think that's going to be that's going to be an interesting spin yeah what if ford mm-hmm. or honda or big leverage companies that sell thousands and millions of cars start putting it directly like delivering directly wouldn't that like kind of mess up the streets a little bit i think it would definitely change the automotive market yeah like it'd be a drastic change if yeah. a lot more people sort of catch on to this because uh-huh. if you think about it, it might even impact more than automotive because now you have more it's definitely gonna create jobs and delete jobs right yeah yeah right. i think you'll lose a lot more less jobs sales than right, create, right? Yeah. because then you're losing these salesmen you're losing but executives again yeah. a lot of people like to go to a dealership right yeah. they like to sit in a car An they like to know what they're buying right yeah yeah they were like could you imagine what kind of technology we might have in five, six years? Right. I mean, Acom's doing rendering, right? What if we, in five or six years, they have like a little pod that you can get on your phone mm-hmm. and it creates a, a, a visual a, render. Actual hologram. A, a, yeah. a hologram of a vehicle. Oh. But you yeah. have to buy that phone. Too. Or even like VR, you know? Yeah, VR. Dude, VR, VR is huge. Yeah. Just, just sit down on your chair. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this is around. the vehicle I want. You get an interactive video. Right. 
Or they start yeah. opening up in malls or whatever because malls supply VR so they can partner up with some mall yeah, shops exactly. in there. Yeah, yeah. They have like their Square own things in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Square yeah. One has a what, Genesis. They can imagine there, a Ford Porsche. dealership or not yeah. a Ford dealership, like a Ford booth per se, and in the mall like Square One. Yeah, you can yeah. see what kind of car you want because not you don't always get what you see online. Right, right, right. It's always perspective. That's how they sell the stuff because it looks mm-hmm. better online. It looks better online, yeah, in for person. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's my guess. We they might be selling to direct consumer, yeah, or directly to consumer. Yeah, and other things too. I just don't know. What. And I also think like five to six years, it's gonna be mainly of electric cars. Oh like, yeah, for less sure. gasoline. Yeah. You know, like us gearheads, we're gonna want to get. You know something manual. That's something the way it's going. Save though. the manuals. That's just the way <laughs> yeah. it's going. Right. Like if we, even if we wanted, mm-hmm. like you know, people have always wanted a nineteen sixty nine Mustang. Right. That's just not the motive anymore. People right. don't really want. Not everyone wants a nineteen. Yeah. There's not a huge market Mustang, for it. Right? Exactly. Yeah. But I think Canada is starting to part away from where they should have been. I think um, California is doing a great job. Mm-hmm. California uh, across their major cities. Or like within little uh, heavy business spots where people go to eat, go to school, right. go to work. Right. They have charging stations within every 50 kilometers or less. Yeah. 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 We need to start implementing our taxes towards things like that. Instead because of these just streets, charging taxes, These right? streets aren't getting fixed. No, they're not. Yeah. These yeah. bridges aren't getting built. <laughs> you know, like there's... <laughs> There's been plans, you know, plans placed and set, talked about for five to sixteen, like sixteen years almost, or like right. ten years or whatever, right? Right. We need to start putting our taxes into infrastructure. In- infrastructure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think like even like I can speak for Mississauga where mm-hmm. I live. You know, I've seen a lot of like these charging stations pop exactly. up. Exactly. A lot of shopping centers. You know, it's mainly in the city though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like where there's like a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. let's yeah. say Toronto. Right, you'll see them way more there than here. We yeah. gotta, we gotta adapt now. You right. can't just say, okay, screw everything we're doing. We're doing electrical vehicles now. You're gonna have economies collapse. You're gonna have cities and countries not be a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting because we gotta adapt and not just create, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think like there were announcements from like a lot of different car manufacturers that they're actually producing only electric tr- Porsche. cars Porsche. after certain years, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Porsche announced recently, and I think they're already in. I think they've already done it. And like, yeah, like a lot of car manufacturers, they already have electric cars. Mm-hmm. Like a like, lot of, them. they already have all the technology to actually release the car. I think, I think it's just the testing. people aren't ready. Oh yeah, okay. I think the price too. You know, right? The price is they're very expensive still. Yeah, right? yeah, but recently they've been like economical vehicles though that are like kind of you know it's like you can buy a Civic but also save up a year and get a an electric vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, it once it gets to that point. We'll start switching over to electric cars more. Also, the, the gas stations versus charging stations. Right, right, but that's an interesting issue because that's yeah. a whole different income for Canada. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh, even yeah. North America, gas stations. Right. I don't know if they would partner with electrical vehicles. They might not. Well, how are they? How, because they might just looking into the future, electric cars are everything. Yeah. So yeah. how are like big oil companies going to go about that? Yeah, I think they compete right? with that. Yeah, right? like... They either adopt to it or they get run out of business. I think it's the other way around right now. I think how are electrical vehicles going to adopt to adapt to oil company right, right. money? But I'm talking about like in the future, mm-hmm. right? Because oil companies are currently dominating. Yeah, they're, they're, they're controlling everything. Right. Oh yeah. Basically. Right. As soon as we everyone starts switching to electric, what's going to happen? Right. They're right. closing most of the people's jobs and incomes and all that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's still gonna be companies that run on some sort of oil or something like that. That machines use yeah. to run. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
and then they're going to make a switch to electric thing because they're forced out of it. Mm-hmm. How are they going to produce electrical um, current? That's that's where it gets interesting. And so it also has like a charging port, anyways, right? Right. But how are you going to get that power? What is it? What's going to solar the, the, yeah. the fuel exactly of yeah. electrical current? Yeah, you're yeah. Because everyone, if everyone's going to switch to electric. Then how are they gonna? Yeah, they're it? gonna produce. They're gonna yeah. have to produce yeah. more yeah. electricity. You're burning like right? oil and gas to produce electrical currents. Like, what's yeah. the point yeah. of switching over then at that mm-hmm. point, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, what do you guys think about uh, autonomous vehicles in the future? Uh, I don't know. It's like it's kind of scary for me right now, especially. I don't know. I'm just human, I guess. <laughs> it's like I don't trust robots. You know, driving the car for me. That's just me, though. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't really have. An opinion on it. I don't know enough, bro, because it's like it's new technology, so it's like it's not like I can go read up on it. Maybe I can, yeah. but mm-hmm. you know, not like to the point where I can read about a combustion engine, right? It's just it's interesting because it's like mm-hmm. they'll definitely be safer, especially for heavily impacted cities. Mm-hmm. But it's like, how are we gonna get around major accidents? Like, how's your car gonna read in the winter? Mm-hmm. Because if, yeah. you know, if if your car runs off radar or lasers. It's gonna have to hit something and then read it, right? Right. But like the the laser has to hit something and come back right, to your vehicle. Right. Exactly. How are you gonna do that uh, when you have a, a lot of snow? Yeah. Right. Or right. A lot right. of rain. Right. Projections. So, I mean, so, so like a lot of these like uh, the autonomous vehicles, you know, they test them in like California. Right. Where, like the weather is like perfect, perfect weather for that kind of stuff. Right? And it might not work here. Yeah. yeah. Right. That right. might be the bad storms too. Yeah. Right. And actually, actually, one of the like the new story from this week. Um, is a new testing facility in Ottawa mm-hmm. that opened. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the first kind in North America. And the main difference here is that it's in Canada. You know, we, we see a lot of weather changes. You know, we get snow, right. flooding, mm-hmm. you know. I like we also that. have summer weather and all uh-huh. that kind of stuff too. I like that they've opened a, a center in where it's like different kind of climate throughout the year instead yeah. of like California. Like how you mentioned, perfect weather yeah, the exactly. whole year round almost. But I like that. They have a testing facility now in, you said Ottawa, right? Ottawa, yeah. Yeah, so they'll have snow, rain, fog, floods, right? So they know how to adapt to water specifically and salt. Yeah, I think that's a good step in the direction of like autonomous driving in Canada. Right, for sure. I think in general too, because if you can adapt to those things, you can market across the whole world. Because then you can be like, oh, look, in Canada they have a bunch of salt, but you guys have dirt. Yeah. Look what our vehicles can do. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's it's different. It, I think it, it's a broad statement. It's just hard to yeah. put your finger on it. I don't know enough, but yeah, that's what happens. It's new technology. I think it has a, a long way to go until mm-hmm. we see autonomous vehicles on our roads. Yeah. Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah, it's a very interesting topic uh, to see in the future, mm-hmm. how it goes. So yeah, those were all the questions for this week. Um, now we're actually going to talk about uh, an event that mainly Andrew went to, uh, Driven. Your thoughts? Yeah, so Driven, you know, it was a little different than it was last year. Mm-hmm. Different location, kind of different um, show, I would say. Right. It was at the Toronto Congress Center. It was kind of an indoor-outdoor show. Which a lot of cool. A lot of vendors and mm-hmm. a lot of car enthusiasts there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say, yeah, so I think the, the cars this year, they were a lot, um, a lot better than last year. You know, the builds were of higher expectations. Mm-hmm. They were higher quality. You know, we had a lot of uh, big names there, special guests. A lot of uh, reveals, right? You know, like the RWB Import Fest was there as well, Sick. revealing their builds. Pretty cool stuff. I think what Driven does well is they somehow have a way of bringing a community kit together. 
think right. across Canada and the U.S. too. You've right. heard of people who are like flying from Vancouver, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like Vancouver, Vancouver, right? He Dox. comes there every single year. Doxilla came too. Yeah, right. Doxilla exactly. drove across mm-hmm. Canada. Oh, he drove. Yeah, because yeah. he he had three cars. He had his uh his four fifty eight, the yeah. NSX, and the GTR. Mm-hmm. Okay. Trailer all year. No, they were on a trailer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. one of those uh, um, stack trailers. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think he he attended like the other driven events across Canada, and he was just on the road. So yeah, one of the creators for Rocket Bunny actually was there, and his name is Kai Mura. I'm sure a lot of you guys know him for his amazing kits he makes for his cars. But yeah, it's a, that's what made it. I think I think a really good event. Mm-hmm. Um, Lots of big names came out. Exactly. Yeah, I think uh, the Illuminate crew was there as well. Randy yeah. was there and the whole squad. Yep. Yeah. yeah. They had a little uh, discussion on stage. They had a Q&A. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did some giveaway stuff too. They were just throwing stuff in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. yeah they had merch and stuff. They were giving away. Yeah, they also had uh, different competitions too. They had an exhaust competition, uh, limbo competition. That's all that I know. I've seen those. You know, those are pretty interesting. It grew a Brit- pretty big crowd. Yeah, I think yeah. it's more than just a car show for them too, you know. Right. It's more of like a, a trade show. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of vendors, a lot of uh, different companies out there trying to promote their products. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a really good job of like uh, accommodating that. Right. It's collaboration. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, has to sure. do with a lot about collaboration in terms of car shows. It's the way to expand. Yeah. 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 It's just the way to expand. Yeah. And like having the special guests there too kind of makes them stand out from yeah. other mm-hmm. car shows. For exactly. sure. So a couple of events happening this week. First is Fitted Lifestyle. It's happening on May 25th. Uh, it's happening at Brampton Fairgrounds uh, from 11 to 5 p.m. The second one is East to West. It is also happening same timing, same date, but this is actually at Haffey Conservation Park. Mm-hmm. And JDM Ontario is hosting it. And JDM Ontario oh, okay. is hosting it. So it should, uh, if, if, if anyone's been to the last one, mm-hmm. it was actually a pretty good turnout. Um, I think they're trying to go for better vibes this time mm-hmm. um and it's not in a, like a parking lot it's more just in, in a park yeah. and they're both in Caledon too so if you want to like hop back and forth you can do that mm-hmm. definitely yeah so the next meet that's happening is on May 26th this is round one of cscs happening at the canadian tire motorsport park also known as Mosport. Mm-hmm. it's a show and shine time attack and drift show so mm-hmm. definitely check it out if you guys are interested in that kind of stuff should be a good event. It's definitely amazing last year, so the expectations are high. It was delivered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you actually get uh, free drifting if you guys register online. So if you're interested in that, check out their website. All right, guys. I uh, really appreciate you guys coming and being a special guest on our show. Uh, shout out to Aki and Auto Experience for coming and talking to us about you know various topics. Yep, I had a great time. It was a good conversation. Thanks for having us. Yeah, you guys could check them out in the show notes below. Follow them on Instagram, all that good stuff. Definitely, if you guys want to uh, have us discuss a certain topic, get in touch with us at NorthsideWebs or NorthsideWebs at gmail.com. Send us an email. Any questions, we can definitely discuss it on our podcast. Yeah, and we'll be running a poll on Instagram as well. So if you guys have any, any specific questions you want to ask, definitely right. submit them there. And lastly, if you guys have your company and you want to promote with us definitely do so get in contact with us we can definitely help you out with that yeah or even if you have like a, a car meet or a car show right that you guys have coming up definitely send that to us we'll give you guys a shout out yeah thanks for listening to us see you guys next week